Yeah, today is Wednesday, November 11th. So before we get started off real estate, I uh, just want to give a big, you know, Remembrance Day uh, reminder to everyone and shout out to all the people that are in the military, the armed forces, the special forces, you know, past, present and future. Uh, thank you so much for, for your service, what you do. We appreciate our freedom. And uh, yeah, so yes, hopefully you took your two minutes. We did here um, at the office. We did here as well in the office. Hopefully you took the, your two minutes. And if by chance you didn't, then take it um, at some point today. I think it is important to to reflect back on all that and be grateful for, for the freedom that we have today. Absolutely. Yeah, no, because we, we wouldn't be able to do real estate investing without people that have sacrificed, right? So we wouldn't be do, able to do a lot of things uh, without that. Today's topic. Uh, let's get the history. So we were at our. <laughs> yeah, the problem is. Before thinking, you go, like, what is the topic today, guys? So uh, last night we were at our cottage um, with the kids and we were having a bonfire and we started talking real estate. And then we started chatting and we're like, you know, real estate is kind of like a bonfire. And we're going to explain what we mean by all this today. And uh, we thought, let's make a topic <laughs> on it today. So that's kind of how it all happened. Well, and, and if you've ever built a fire, right, you don't just, and think about it, you usually, you typically don't just, uh, you know, start with the biggest log and try and get that to catch, right? Because you're, you're going to have a hard time. So, and again, you're going to think we're maybe crazy here, but this is how it relates to real estate. Is Mel and I were having a hard time making the fire last night. It just wouldn't catch. Even we're throwing paper in there, it's still like Nothing weirdly was enough. Working. I know. So we kind of took everything out and started, uh, you know, started over again. And it was funny how uh, after a while, we, you know, we we started, we got back to the fundamentals of building a fire, if you want to. And once we started and, and took the, you know, the the right steps. The fire took off, and then we could start putting those bigger logs in and those yeah. bigger pieces of wood. Yeah, and we actually said, Michael, why is this not working? We've obviously built fires before without an issue. And I think we were just impatient last night. We are just like trying to make it happen. Yes, and we were very throwing impatient. Throwing in too many big logs, and it just kept, you know, <laughs> not working. So, like, all right, let's go down exactly that basic and how to to grow a proper fire and today that's exactly what we're going to talk about <laughs> it will be about real estate it will don't be worry. about real estate we're not building fires here um but how do you build your portfolio right how do you go from having no doors to one door to five doors to 100 doors to 200 doors and and, and so on right it doesn't just happen there's some fundamentals that need to happen and that's what we'll be sharing with you today so thank you so much for you who are joining us if you're new to our channel that's awesome thanks for being here please make sure to subscribe and hit the bell to be notified every time we go live so we love going live and also feel free to ask questions throughout it as well. But yes, subscribe if you're new, hit the bell to be notified. We release new videos every week as well. Yeah, so if you start asking, because there's going to be a Q&A at the end. So start putting your questions below and uh, we'll start, you know, piling them up for, for the Q&A at the end. So let's let's get started here. And, and building a bonfire, right? Just like real estate. You want real estate to always be... You know, if you want to use that as an analogy, you want it to always be, you know, burning on fire, providing you as much cash flow as possible, just a steady, uh, continuous return, right? So, um, so yeah, so I want you to kind of think about that in regards to the real estate. Now, when Mel and I started, just like again, the fire last night, and, and I love that we're using this this analogy because it is funny, <laughs> this is true. I can't wait to go back to the college uh, later today. Yeah. So again, when we were starting, we had to have, you know, some basics, right? We had to have our foundation correct. 
um, which we didn't do initially, but moving forward, or sorry, for, for things that we talk about is people that are investing in real estate, you know, that power team, which I think we talked about last week or the week yes. before is a fundamental before getting started. Your structure is a fundamental before getting started. All that stuff, all that prep work uh, is important before, obviously, you know, you, you yeah. start buying. And I would actually say the most important piece about building the fire, building the real estate is that you actually have to do it. You do not know how many people reach out to me all the time. They want to do it. They want to do it. I know it's a, you know, I know it's a way to do it. I know it's going to create wealth for me and my family, but they do not do it. They stay put. Fear sets them back. Excuses, you know, I'm going to do it tomorrow. You know, now's not the perfect time. I'm not going to do it. If you want to have a real estate portfolio, if you want to build that fire, you got to start. You have to start somewhere. Now, if you don't want to start with a 30 blocks, you want to start with those little sticks, right? Well, that's what you can start off with. It's just starting to put those little branches together to get that fire going, to get that your, your portfolio started off. Yeah, and we're going to keep talking about fire because it's kind of, you know, well, the topic of today. But yeah, so like like I was saying before. Dave, you, you used to be, and for those of you who don't know, <laughs> the fire guy here, Dave used to be a full-time professional firefighter. Yes, used to be in yes. a past life. It yes. seems so long ago now. From firefighter to real estate investor. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Yeah, so like last night. There's I think, no calendars for uh, real estate investors. Yeah, I, don't no calendars. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why. You threw me off my track sorry, here, Sorry, sorry. Back on topic. Yeah, what I was going to say is, yeah, so... It, Again, we did that. We had to do the legwork. We had to get the kindling, the paper, you know, build it so that it would kind of sustain itself. And then we finally light that fire, right? So the paper lights up, and then it starts catching those those smaller pieces of wood. So back to real estate. What does this mean, right? Now that you have your structure, your foundation, your power team, maybe like we had started. We started off buying, you know. Well, I started off with a single family dwelling that I knew I was going to rent out eventually. So that was a smaller deal for me. And Mel had a duplex and yep. a triplex. Duplex and a triplex, yes. So again, starting off with those, and I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with the smaller deals. Like we used to only buy duplexes and triplexes and they made great cash flow. It was, it was our foundation that it allowed was. us to quit our jobs. Exactly. We didn't own huge properties. They were all small units and it worked because the numbers make sense. So don't think that, oh, I only want a you know, larger buildings if that's what you want that's great but don't think that you have to start with that either um i know there's a lot of people out there that's what they say they, you have to start big if you're gonna do it you know go after 50 plaques and all that and you know what we we've been able to achieve financial freedom and those were with duplexes triplexes fourplexes sixplexes um and, and just at the end of the day keep building on it every time well it established a comfort level that we established knowledge we established uh, strategies and, and protocols and and uh, SOP standard operating procedures around those you know the duplexes and the triplexes that allowed us to truly scale right so once we had that fire really burning mm -hmm. and we knew what we were doing we were able to start adding in those, those bigger pieces of wood those bigger buildings and it didn't throw anything off because the, the, the fundamentals were there. So what I'm saying here is uh, people like, because we do get that where people just want to rush in. I want to buy a 50 unit building right away. And yes, you could do that 100%. But then there's some people that truly, truly want to just, I want to take my time. I want to buy a duplex. So I get to know the process. I get to understand how to screen. I get to understand how to do all that. And just saying that's fine as well, right? Because all of it is, you know, building towards that, 
that goal of having financial, you know, uh, obviously cash flow from the buildings. But uh, like I said, you always want that kind of cash flow, that fire burning. Yeah. And and let's talk a little bit about creative financing and building that fire because that's what we specialize in. So um, Dave and I, we specialize in buying. I just, multi- <laughs> I, I just like when you said creative financing. Um, anyway, not going to say I do this, but creative financing is almost like having a, a can of gas and going, whoo, <laughs> you know what I mean? Throwing a little bit of... Uh, it just helps, exactly. Exactly. What's that? Uh, accelerant. A little bit of accelerant Extra on the fire. oxygen, we should say instead, yeah. right? <laughs> don't throw gas on fires. Yes. No, you don't want to do that. Um, but no, it helps. Exactly. It helps that extra boost, right? Um, and, and creative financing is the same thing. And once you start as well using it, it does become easier. And everybody has their first deal with creative financing because that's one excuse I hear all the time. Well, I've never done it before. Nobody's going to want to lend it to me. We had our first deal too. We had our second deal too. We had our third deal too. And the nice thing is that, yes, of course, as you build a reputation um, that you are able to pay back your lenders, of course, it does get easier. Your lenders that, let's say, was owner financing can then become a private lender. We've done that as well. Or they want to reinvest with you after you pay them out. So it does get easier and easier, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I agree. The the that is kind of uh, and then it's always there, right? Like it's always continuously back to the fire analogy. It's always burning. Once your fire is established, you can uh, you can start doing different things. Now, last night it was funny. Mel uh, Mel went in at some point, and it was just this sounds so like it was just me in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> and funny thing is, I'm laughing. It's so because, cheesy. And Dave is uh, is not a nature. I'm not a nature type guy. We like being outside. We like being by the pool or the lake and that kind of thing. But we're not a naturally, you know. Yeah, like I'm not like, uh, like pick a nice hotel somewhere or, you know, well, I guess I love the cottage now, but or or going camping. I'm going to pick a nice hotel with a pool and room service. Like that's, that's would be my choice over going camping. Uh, That being said, I love our cottage, but. But but back to you and around the fire. Yeah, back to me and and having my my moment (laughs) here with the fire. And as a real estate portfolio. You know, uh, buy and hold real estate where the tenants pay down the debt, you cash flow, uh, residential tenants, you know, they're not going anywhere. People will always need a place to live. That was the base of the fire in my mind last night, okay? And once in a while, I would take, you know, some cedar tree, like the, the uh, you know what in French? The said? Uh, the said, but then there's like the little needles. There you go. He's agreed, he's agreed, <laughs> the needles. And you throw them in and pss, pss, it makes noise and that. And I was thinking... Uh, and also there's some paper, there were some old books that were left that were kind of burning away and, and different things like that. And they'll go, like they'll, they'll light up quickly, but then they're gone. And I was thinking, okay, like again, analogy, the base of the fire, the buy and hold is burning away, you keep adding wood and it goes. But then those pieces of wood was almost like, for example, we're, we just sold a triplex. Right, so we bought it. It was a bank repo. Now we sold it. So like we're, a flip, right? Yeah, like yeah. a flip. So yeah. it's going to be an influx of cash, but then it's done, right? So kind of mm-hmm. like that piece of paper or a wholesale. Sometimes we've wholesale deals. You get some cash for it, but then it's gone. It's not a reoccurring. You have to continue throwing a piece of paper in the fire. You have to continue flipping. You have to continue uh, wholesaling to get that result. Whereas that buy and hold, just keep putting another asset in, keep buying another building, keep putting another log. And it just keeps going. Oh, well, away. that's the thing, right? With wholesale, and again, wholesale it can be a great way to get started mm-hmm. in real estate, get a extra mm-hmm. income, or flipping as well. Um, yeah, nothing wrong with that. Wholesaling is great um, if you're if you're. However, it's not. It doesn't create that generational wealth, right? Because once you okay, I did a wholesale or I did a flip. Well, I can't pass that on 
to my kids, right? That money is is not something that repeats and continues on compared to buy and hold. It's that long term, you know, the fire that just keeps burning and burning and burning because all our properties that make us cash flow when we are sleeping is also going to continue to make cash flow for the three kids later on as well. Yeah. And again, this is going to sound so cheesy just with the whole fire stuff is, you know, <laughs> you, you stop taking care of it. You stop, you know, you got to stoke the fire sometimes, you know, some someone, it might be going too far over the fire pit, you got to bring it back type thing. It's just like real estate. If you don't pay attention to it, if you don't keep giving it attention, if you don't keep giving it uh, things that it needs... Your fires get might run out. Your fire might get out of control. Yeah, so the, it's just the maintenance, right? The maintenance of your properties, having the good tenants, making sure you're taking good care of your tenants, that you're responding to them, and all that. If and you're bang on, right? It's just yes, it's uh, real estate. You know, you make money while you sleep. Yes, of <laughs> course, and you absolutely can, especially when you start having a team helping you out with all these yep. tasks. Um, but at the end of the day, does somebody make sure that our tenants are happy? <laughs> of course. Do we have a large team doing maintenance and improving and painting and fire inspection, you know, all those kind of things? Absolutely. Because if we don't do these things, then, you know, then we're, then, then there's a, a real fire, right? But then we're in trouble. <laughs> well, if you think about it. Every time you don't do something, um, what do they call it when you buy a building? I can't think of it. It's uh, where you're delaying uh, uh, maintenance, uh, I can't think of the word, but it's literally delayed maintenance, and there's a word for it on closing. We have to the we the we we think about it's not you're not getting rid of it. You're literally just doing that, kicking the can down the road, right? So it's only going to cost more money down the road. It's only going to cost more problems. And if you do that enough, like let's say exactly you know fire inspections and other things you talked about, if you don't do those one day. It's going to cost a lot of money to fix it. Something might happen if you're not having up to date. Sorry, if you're not up to date with your 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 uh, due diligence and all that. Like that kind of stuff doesn't go away. It just you can you can cover it up for a bit. You can not do it for a bit, but at some point, it's, it's gonna, so important. It's absolutely, you. absolutely. You want to make sure to always um, put back a portion of the money that you're receiving as well into that maintenance, into beautifying it, into keeping your tenants and, and happy and safe. That safety piece is so important, right? Um, whether it, it is um, fire or whether it is if you live in, you know, in a city that has snow, right? In the, in the winter, having it snow plowed and the salt and all that kind of stuff and fixing any issues and your electrical up to par and, and, and all these different things that if you don't do it, it can happen very quickly that things can also, you know, come crumbling down. Yeah. So again, guys, if you're new to the page, please like and subscribe. It's going to help our, our algorithm. You're also going to get notified every time we have a video. Uh, tomorrow, there's going to be a video at 1 p.m. Every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern time, we release one. So please, please, please subscribe, like. Hopefully, you know, you're asking questions. Put the comments below the questions. Uh, even after the videos, when we get comments or questions, it's, it's us answering them personally. Uh, the other thing I was going to say is uh, let us know what you think about this analogy. What do you th do, you, do? You agree that you think <laughs> are, are real estate's you, like fire? Yeah, exactly. Like a bonfire yeah. fire? Are you or are you thinking, Mel, Dave? You guys have lost it. Eh? <laughs> You've lost it. Um, and yes, and we have lots of content. We're talking about all these different things, guys. We have videos on this for you on on so many different topics now because we've been starting to be on YouTube for a few months now, and uh, we're, we're trying to be uh, consistent. Yeah, so, so we talked about renovations. We talked about creative financing. We talk about all these different topics and uh, feel free to check it out because we we don't hold any information back so all right i see some let's questions here let's dive in patricia patricia gomez silva 
Patricia, I think I recognize that name. Well, to start building your portfolio on a single income. Absolutely, it's possible. Um, yeah, again, you're depending on what the asset, sorry, depending on what type of asset class you're buying, if it's residential, commercial, uh, depending how the asset is cash flowing, uh, depending on the lenders you're using, you know, 100% you can, you can buy income uh, producing assets or starting your, your portfolio on a single income, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. We have lots of mentees um, that have done it. Um, and for those of you who follow us on Instagram, um, you can see all that. We feature somebody every single Monday as well. So we have a Mentee Monday that we feature somebody. If you're not following us on Instagram afterwards, make sure to do so because we, we post there every single day. We do stories every day, so we're very active. Petri, I like the analogy. All right, good. good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> all right, what does wholesaling mean? Great question. Haven't heard that term um, out west. Oh, really? There we go. So wholesaling is when essentially you find a property and you um, you end up selling it to, to another person. You make an, uh, an interest on it. So you're not an agent. Um, so with David and I, we are not agents, but sometimes we, we found some properties that were not listed anywhere. And maybe we were at one point, for example, we were doing a major refinancing, so we were on hold, which happens in real estate sometimes, FYI. <laughs> so we were on hold, so we ended up wholesaling it, so we charged X percentage, usually it's a percent rate, um, for of the property to, to somebody else. They wanted to do it because they, it was a great deal, so it was a win-win. So they got a property that made sense, the numbers worked, they had an exit strategy, um, because they were doing creative financing, so they had that clear exit strategy, and we won as well because we we made a bit of money wholesaling it. So that's essentially what that is. Yeah, and, and there's there's one other just so you know, uh, uh, Petri or Petri, mm -hmm. uh, one other way that some people like that's the way we do it on on a percentage basis. There's some people that like they make a spread. So let's say I bought the property for 150 under contract, and I sell it to you, Petri, for 160. Well, I make the difference there, right? So. Anyway, there's different. We're, we're not wholesalers, so we're not really the experts on that. But that's exactly. kind of it's the, not our specialty. We've done it a few times, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like flipping. Um, we do it a few times, but we we love to buy and hold because that's that generational wealth that happens over and over again. Yes, Alfredo, do you have tips on where to find long-term lenders that would allow twenty to twenty-five percent sell a carry? Back, back without us putting skin in the game. We're in the U.S. and seems difficult to find here. Yeah, Alfredo, and it's it's doable everywhere because uh, we're looking. You know, I'm always on Zillow and LoopNet looking for for deals and that type of thing. I, I what I would tell you is ca keep calling because you're gonna you're gonna find it right. There's different lenders. Uh, it's not gonna be you know the the uh, mortgage brokers that type of thing. And just don't waste your time. Ask them. Are you open to creative financing? Are you open to to owner financing? And if they say no, you know, move on to the next one. So just, you know, honestly, your every no brings you closer to a yes. So they are out there. All right. Do you find that the law of attraction applies in investment real estate? Oh, I love that. That would be a nice video for down the road. You know what, Raphael? Maybe make note of this uh, topic for a future live or future uh, YouTube. YouTube because absolutely. Let me... <laughs> read the rest of the question here. In other words, if you treat tenants like gold, like family, you end up attracting good tenants. So, yes, um, I'm a huge, huge, we are a huge believer in, huge. in uh, believers in the law of attraction. We have vision boards, everything was on there, you know, and this was back when we were living in a small two bedroom apartment. We had our big 
dream home. We had quitting our jobs. We had all these different visions. And although we did not have connections, money, <laughs> living paycheck to paycheck, didn't know how we're going to get there. Uh, but we absolutely put it out to the universe. The law of attraction, what I always say as well, is combined with it's thought, but it also has to be combined with action, which I find that sometimes people get excited. You know, they have a vision board, they think about it and all that, and that's amazing. But that action piece also to get there. Uh, but absolutely, right? You, you treat your tenants well. Most of them will be nice back, and sometimes it doesn't happen. Sometimes you get a bad tenant. Um, but overall, I mean, we we have um, we have great tenants. Um, I, because I do believe we fair, we treat them fairly. We do renovations. All our places are legal. Our all our fire, all our places are uh, fire inspected. You know, up to par where they feel safe for themselves and their family. And I think with the tenants is, uh, you, you know, and yeah, law of attraction is huge. Vision boards, all that stuff. But just to touch on the last part, Mel said with the tenants is, it's clear cut expectations, right? They know with us, we're 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 going to follow the rules. We're going to provide you know great places. Uh, we expect X amount of rent and, you know, we expect you to, to be not compassionate, but to considerate of other people in the building and, and, and respect all the rules. So if you're willing to respect the rules, we're willing to also provide you an awesome place to live. And as long as that mutual respect is there, we're going to have a great relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I was thinking as well about a lot of attraction and buildings as well, right? Is there any property that you have your eyes on? Um, I know we we've had some we had we had some we still have some on our vision board that some of them were on there for a long time two and a half years yep. um, in the making and you might have seen us uh, on Instagram holding the picture on the, of one of them we have we have to do pictures of the other ones as oh, well yeah. that actually are on our vision board now we have the check mark beside it um, but yes the power of intention of and of vision and all that stuff speaking of check marks uh, we just got verified on Instagram that was on yeah, our vision yes. board yes so that we're very excited when we got verified on Instagram it was another accomplishment from the vision board uh, yeah so anyway when you said that it made me think there about you go. it oh check mark awesome great so I think that wraps up the question oh I have one more here have you ever bought out of province properties without having gone to see it, i.e. all remotely? So Patricia, great question. We haven't, um, just because our whole team is set up here, but we have lots and lots of our Action Family members, which are our mentees or students, who absolutely do. Many of them are buying um, out of province, and we talk about that in, in the program on, on what to do and making sure you can do due diligence. So yes, if it's something that you're looking to do, absolutely it can be done again the only reason we haven't is simply because our team was here and literally everyone's here um, so it makes it and i mean the, the numbers also make a lot of sense where we invest as well um but that being said we're looking dave's uh, and i say dave because you're the one mostly spending your time on it actively looking actually in the states yep. as well we're building our team investor focus accountant and lawyer and all that as well and that's the thing everything especially now with uh, with COVID, it's almost forced people to be able to do things even more virtually right so um think about it you get you get a home inspection you get the report by email whether whether you're in that that city or in that province or in that state or that county doesn't matter you're going to get it and you're going to be able to read it in front of you right you don't need to actually see things uh yeah so now with technology it's it's pretty uh pretty easy exactly yep absolutely and doing your due diligence well yeah 
The same way you would if you're local, right? You got to make sure to find the right property management company and the right location and work with the right people <laughs> and, and find the right tenants or make sure the person's finding the right tenants and all of that. So so that's awesome. So that's pretty much a wrap for, for yeah, hopefully, Wednesday Hopefully you liked our, our bonfire. If you did like it, please subscribe. Uh, again, guys, that's awesome. We, we really appreciate it if you subscribe. Yeah, subscribe. Hit the bell as well because then you'll get notified um, of, of the new videos. We have a brand new one coming out tomorrow. Excited for that one as well. Um, and thank you to everyone as well who uh, listened to us on our podcast later on, the Investor Mel and Dave show. If ever you missed one of our live sessions, you can find us. We're on all major platforms when it comes to the podcast show as well. Awesome. Great. Fantastic. Okay. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much, everyone. Bye for Bye now. Bye for now.